It is party time. It is Thursday, which means we got to get off the rails. Uh, I don't know that we were ever on the rails. I'm reading an interesting article right here in Acetylcysteine to combat COVID-19, an evidence review. This is how I spend my time uh, reading uh, these articles out here. I try to read everything I can get my hands on, actually, about the things that are affecting our lives. I'd read this to you, but it's very long. Uh, NCBI.NLM.NIH.gov. I mean, that's, that is a website right there. Or just go to chadnude.com. That's, that's how I roll. That's how I roll. Um, hey, guys, you know, I realize that my opinionated outspokenness over the years has made many come to the conclusion that I'm simply not their cup of tea. You don't like me. Oh, well, life goes on for us all. However, for those of you that tune in and spend time with me on occasion, you've learned a couple of things about me. Here's the one that I want to talk about for just the next few moments. I may be a lot of things, but one thing I'm not, I'm not an expert, okay? I read these articles, I read this stuff, but I'm not an expert. People love to tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about, or perhaps I'm a moron, and they remind me that I'm just not an expert. I just sit in my car, or I sit here on this uh, on this set, and I talk. What would I know about politics, legislation, elections, procedures, holding elected office, budgets, bureaucracy, SARS, COVID, any of this stuff that's going on in the world? Well, to be honest with you, you're right. I'm no expert, but then again, I'm reminded that it was experts that built the Titanic. Uh, experts put hydrogen in the Hindenburg. Experts said the sun revolved around the earth. Einstein said nuclear energy would never be obtainable. Lord Kelvin said that x-rays would eventually prove to be a hoax. The New York Times said a rocket would never leave Earth's atmosphere. Experts can't make their minds up whether or not masks work. Experts shut down our economy last year and destroyed small business. Experts designed and run a power grid that couldn't handle the demand of sudden extreme weather in Texas. Under the expert oversight of our current legislators, both in the federal as well as the state of Texas and wherever you may be sitting and listening today. Uh, here in Texas, we, we've managed to name Dr. Pepper the official state soda. That's big-time legislation. We now have an official mermaid capital. We protected fake meat. Biological males can compete in girls' sports. No one cares if kids have their gender-confused genitals mutilated before adulthood. I mean, how many times have the ex experts gotten it wrong? Why are, we, why are we so enamored with the experts when what we really need to do is follow those who have made a lifelong commitment to being learners that are teachable? I don't want my surgeon operating on my body with the expertise he gained in the technology and techniques, techniques that were popular and uh, when he was in med school i want him to be up to date and constantly educating himself on a current and more effective methodology of practicing meth medicine notice what i said practicing we're all just practicing folks we're all learning on the job as we go it's time we apply the practice of learning to our politics to our culture to our ways of seeing the world learning requires listening and none of our elected representatives seem to be doing much of that these days are you frustrated that your phone calls and your petitions go unnoticed are you frustrated with the things that aren't getting done in the world. We constantly say that politicians are corrupt, inept, they're uncaring, yet we refuse to fully believe it when we see it. Well, open your eyes and behold the experts, folks. Politicians are only experts in two areas, pushing their personal agendas and getting reelected. That's it. It's time to pull our heads out of the sand, stop letting the experts rule our lives with their non-learning and non-listening, self-absorbed narcissism. Let's make the insiders that are, that, are in, that are in the system hear the collective voices of the outsiders and take back what belongs to us, folks. That's one of the reasons why I study the things I do. It's one of the reasons why I'm running for office right now. It's one of the reasons I sit in this chair and say the things while Kayla... And Chris, roll their eyes. Just roll their eyes. Uh, Kayla, how you feeling? You feeling okay? You been under the weather a little bit? 
Oh, you get feeling. close to Chris when you say it. I know, and I'm really going to get sick because I'm yeah. sitting way too close to Chris. You might as well share those germs. Let's get a little herd immunity. Kayla flying us into the nether regions of all things insanity. And trust me when I tell you, it is insane. Uh, Chris Cruz, uh, let me just say I'm happy to be back. It's been a weird week already. Why? Uh, in the new studio. I'm still getting used to the vibe of this place. At least people can see you. All they can see on their screen right now is the hat. That's all they see. They see Kayla's, Kayla's face and, and, a hat. and uh, your MAGA hat. Because you're brown. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I want to remind everybody, though, I wrote a book uh, last year, Am I Crazy? And uh, you can still get it. I got to go back in the studio. I just realized we have a couple of corrections to make to the audio book so we can get the audio book out there. But you can go to watchchad.com and uh, grab an autographed copy. Uh, and I have all the links to where you can go get books. Am I crazy? It's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, still doing well, as a matter of fact. Uh, I, um, I just want to say thank you, guys. It's, 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 we've entered into this new year. I haven't said a whole lot about it. But, I, but I, I sense a disturbance in the force, okay? Just a change. Just a change this coming. It is, it is the sound of a thousand voices screaming, millions of voices screaming. What was it whenever they, when they blew up Alderaan? Uh, and I felt a disturbance in the force. Uh, people are waking up, and I like that. People are, people are thinking with some complexity some critical thinking skills. Um, I appreciate the feedback I get. Like, for instance, I go through and read the comments. Like, I, I'm one of the guys who does read the comments, for the most part, when I can get to them. Now, if you're sending me, by the way, people who send me messages or a comment and say, you don't respond to my messages, I, I, that's because I don't see them, all right? If you're sending a private message on Facebook, you're getting an auto response. That's because I get hundreds a day. I just, I just, it's physically impossible to do everything that I do and get to all those messages. Um, we have numerous email accounts that are out there, and and hopefully folks get to them. Uh, but we we get some crazy, crazy stuff. Everything from death threats to love letters. Um, I I need to show you, Chris. Some guy said he wanted to do something to my. Uh, anyway, he wanted to do it backwards. I don't know. I get weird love messages. Chris from these people. Uh, but anyway, I, I go through the comments and I learn, right? I, I try to learn because, because let's face it, you guys know a lot of stuff. You know a lot of stuff. You put a lot of thought in these things and, and you have your soapbox issues. So like I'll get on my telegram and I read through the comment section and uh, it helps me shape the things that I'm thinking and, and the things that I, the directions that I'm wanting to go. So keep commenting. I appreciate that. And I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you, I want you to go where podcasts are offered, specifically Apple Podcasts, and leave us a rating or a review. Uh, it helps us climb up in the category, uh, in the politics category. And uh, we kind of dropped off, kind of dropped off, folks. We've been slacking. So, uh, you know, share this podcast. Click like, you know, click the little button if you're watching it on YouTube. And uh, put this thing in your library. And, and I want to give a big old fat shout out before I get into other topics. I want to give a shout out to those folks who, who are over the road truckers who listen to this show faithfully. And uh, you're out there doing a great job. You are the supply line, the arteries of America keeping us alive. So thank you for doing what you're doing. Be safe out there. Uh, and, and a shout out to those of you who just who just getting the work done. I run into people all the time and they say they listen to the show while they're working. And I'm thankful for you guys. You know what? We're not experts. And that's okay. I don't trust the experts. You don't trust the experts. I mean, I'm reading all these words in this article that I that I can't even understand, and um, and it's like this is written by the experts, and I'm glad somebody's reading this stuff and making some sense out of it. But I'll tell you what, this article's telling me that most of the stuff that the experts are telling us is false. It's crap. 
Um, and it, it, this, it's just got to change, man. It's got to change. And it's going to happen when you and I collectively put our voices together and keep harping and banging that drum and, and just really shouting it from the rooftops, these things that we believe. Things of freedom and liberty and choice and your, your right to refuse certain things. Uh, because we're living in a day and age where we are watching history repeat itself at an exponential rate of speed. It's incredible. You know, the, the, the division. Let me tell you something. Your neighbor is not your enemy. They're not. The person on social media is not your enemy. That's, that's not the real world. Social media is not real. Uh, it's an outlet for our mental illness. That's why I'm telling you, I wrote the book, Am I Crazy? I, I'm, I'm one of those mentally ill people that's on social media, but you can't interpret reality based on social media. That's not what the real world is. And you can't listen to the mainstream media. You can't listen to the big tech giants because, again, they're the experts. They're the ones that built the Titanic, and they didn't prepare for the iceberg. And the iceberg, folks, it is coming. It's coming. Um, it's already here. We can see it. It's on the horizon. And we're just scraping by it, dot, 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 dot. So folks, stick together, man. Stick together. Let's let's we gotta we gotta hold we gotta hold the fort. We gotta hold the fort. I was um <clears throat> I wanna in the next segment before we come when we come back, I wanna I wanna remind you guys um um of some things of our forefathers and how they interacted with one another on a political scale. We, we think that our forefathers were these heroic guys that didn't have any flaws, and they just sat around thinking in big words and how to be free. Uh, I want to share some things when we come back. And just remind you that the experts were, didn't have it all together. They didn't have it all together, folks. And uh, anyway, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot that's happening. Um, Netflix memo that's been leaked. It encourages recruiters to avoid talking about Dave Chappelle and the closer controversy. Uh, they don't want to talk about it. They don't. Uh, they, I mean, it just made them what hundred million dollars. But uh, let's don't talk about it. Uh, so if anybody brings up the closer during an interview, they they don't want recruiters, you know, talking about that deal. Uh, so I guess that's if people are going to work for Netflix, they just want to pretend like it doesn't exist. It's just that money maker cash cow, Dave Chappelle, over in the corner. We don't want to address the black guy sitting over there. Uh, who has an opinion? Did you see the picture? Did you see the picture of uh, him with Patton Oswalt? Patton Oswalt. I mean, Dave Chappelle looked like he was hanging out with his little old lesbian friend. Uh, Patton Oswalt, just pitiful there. Old lesbian friend, Kayla. Old lesbian. Uh, and so, anyway, he posted the thing about he went and did a little bit uh, at Dave Chappelle's Coliseum show, and he did a little set. And he was so pleased to do it. Well, then he got backlash because you can't do that. You can't associate with Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle said gender is a fact that uh, there's men and there's women. And help me out here, Chad. Wouldn't you call that racist? Yeah, to, I, I, in, well, I mean, if you flipped it, if you flipped it, the yeah, standard would be, yeah. yeah, if we did that. Yeah. We're racist. We're racist. Like if I didn't want to discuss Jason Whitlock and his show uh-huh. on The Blaze. Uh-huh. Because he has some, you know, outlandish ideas. Which he does. He does. And I like them. <laughs> but if I just started marginalizing uh, Whitlock, Jason Whitlock, our buddy, uh, if I just started marginalizing him, how many people say, oh, yeah, y'all don't, you, that token black guy on the blaze, y'all don't want to have anything to do with the token black guy. I, I'm so sick of this. Like, like, the left is the most racist of all. 
I mean, just get in the inbox of our buddy Brandon Tatum, or our buddies Kevin Keith and Kevin Wade. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Wade, I love you, Kevin Wade. K Dubs watching. Uh, but uh, the Hodge Hodge twins, Hodge twins, Keith Kevin Hodge, yeah, Hodge twins. I don't know how they got an R in Hodge, but Hodge twins. Um, but get in there, get in Candace Owens's inbox, oh, yeah. and and read the hate. The vitriol, the death that is just is spewed, you know, everything from Coon to Uncle Tom to sell out to, you know, token. I mean, come on, come on. And it happens all day, every single day. And then you're going to have the audacity to come in and call us racist. No, no, you're going to marginalize Netflix. You got a black dude just making you hundreds of millions of dollars over the years. And you're going to marginalize this guy. Don't discuss Dave Chappelle. Don't discuss the black guy over there. He's just a cash cow. He's just out there working the fields, bringing in the money, but he's not, he's not one of us. That's racism, Netflix. That's racism. And, that's, and I'm sorry that I had to put words to what you're actually trying to say. Like, like he, we don't speak of the black man out there working in the field who's, who's bringing in the revenue. We don't talk about that guy. Sorry, Dave. You're getting mistreated, dude. But I love Chappelle's attitude towards it. Um, but but that's, their, that's their whole deal. Um, I mean, they, they did. They put pointers out and talking points about the closer and Dave Chappelle for how they interview people. Yeah. Uh, I can't comment on the closer. We value our trans colleagues and allies and understand the deep hurt that's been caused. Our employee termination. Uh, um, on employee termination, we have let go of an employee for sharing confidential, com- uh, commercially sensitive information outside the company. We understand they may have been motivated by disappointment and hurt with Netflix, but maintaining a culture of trust and transparency is core to our company, unless it involves Dave Chappelle. <laughs> uh, if needed, this employee was the only person who accessed the specific information and admitted to sharing confidential information externally. Uh, la, 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 la. Uh, on October 20th, walk out uh, again. We value our trans colleagues. And I, apparently every trans person in the world works for Netflix. Yes. All of them. All of them. All 100 in America. <laughs> <laughs> you hate trans people. I don't give a shit about trans people. I don't. I don't care what you do. Just leave me alone. Okay. Just leave me alone. Let me do my thing. Oh, you do you hate people. No, I don't hate anyone. I don't care. I got I to gotta care in order to hate you. I just don't care. Right? I mean, if you look like a woman, I'll hold the door open for you. If you look like a beta cuck male that doesn't have the strength in those tiny little scrawny upper arms to open up a door, I'll open it up for you too. Come on in, buddy. God, your dad should have spanked you. Hey, probably one of the smartest things you could do right now is stock up on emergency food from My Patriot Supply. Roll that thing up there, Chris. Let me tell them where to go. Uh, long-term storage food that stays fresh for up to 25 years, so it'll be there when you need it. And My Patriot Supply, the most trusted preparedness company in America. They've served millions of families and have earned over 47,000 four-star, five-star reviews. I'll save you $50 off their four-week kit that gives you breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks, adding up to 2,000, uh, up to over 2,000 calories a day. Uh, it's a great menu. All you have to do is go to preparewithchad.com. 
Get your $50 savings. Your order will ship fast and arrive at your door in unmarked boxes for privacy. Preparewithchad.com. Save $50 off each four-week emergency food kit you order. Uh, you know what's coming, folks. Use today to prepare. That's what you got to do. Go to preparewithchad.com right now. We'll be right back. Burn it to the ground. Burn it to the ground. That's my philosophy on public school system. Again, not coming at you teachers. I'm not. Y'all are getting this. Y'all are getting the shaft. You teachers. Now, some of you teachers suck. I mean, some of you guys are bad, like you're bad. Like you got this weird ideology. You're trying to cram down a kid's throat. It's not your place to tell my child or anybody's child about their sexuality or their social well-being or emotional well-being. I, I know some of you have had to pick up the gap, but like y'all are emotionally imbalanced yourself. I see your Instagram. I see the stuff you say online, right? I, I see it. So some of you don't need to be pumping any of that stuff, that EQ into, into the kids' minds either, all right? Teach them how to read. Teach them how to write. Teach them how to do some math. Balance a checkbook. Teach them some civics, like how elections work. Teach them how to get involved uh, with their community. Uh <laughs> My God, teach, you know, you want to teach them something. You, you want to protect them. Uh, teach them what to look out for when it comes to online sexual trafficking and stuff that's out there. I mean, that's the world we're living in. Let's, let's do some of that stuff. Teach them what it means to be a citizen of the United States. Put a little history in their brains. Real history. Real history. Like, uh, <laughs> what did I tell you I was going to do? I, t- I tell you what, like, let, here's a fun little Google search. Let's do this or DuckDuckGo, whatever you use. Let's look up Samuel Adams. Uh, no, not Samuel Jackson. Um, let's look up Samuel Adams. It's funny they ought to populate. Um, Thomas Jefferson. Um, and let's just do, were they friends? Like, let's, I mean, those are some greats from history, right? Uh, let, let's go, let's go to this right here. Let, let me read a quote to you. Um, let's see if I can find it first. It's in here. I should have done it during the break. Um, oh, is this good television? I'll have to look for it while I'm talking about it. But anyway, burn it to the ground. And here's why I say that while I'm looking. So, Chicago Teachers Union. God, these teachers unions are the worst, dude again rejects in-person schooling prompts citywide school closures. Now, we talked about it on Monday about Detroit. Detroit giving them another three days. And a lot of people commented back, so what's the big deal about three days? Well, what was the big, days, big deal about 14 days to flatten the curve? Right? I mean, they, they, they start somewhere. They take these little small steps, these incremental micro steps to taking your freedom away and changing your life And the next thing you know, they've chipped away huge swaths of your freedom. So the Chicago Teachers Union, uh, no more in-person schooling. Um, They want to do remote-only work environment, uh, citing an unsafe working condition amid a surge of COVID-19 cases. Um, I mean, these kids aren't sanitary anyway. So you guys have been, y'all have been living on the razor's edge for a long time. you don't want to know what those teenagers are doing with their hands. Um, but that's the whole deal. The results of tonight's citywide electronic ballot are in starting tomorrow. 
at CTU, members at CPS schools should be working remotely. The result of tonight's vote was 73% in favor of the remote work only job action, which again, I say, you know what? Your kids are better off staying at home anyway. Just, just have adult conversation with them. Like, have some real good conversation with them. They're going to learn more probably than they're learning in the schools anyway. I know here in the, in the state of Texas, we're just training them to take the STAR test, one standardized test to see if we can get some more federal funding. Am I being too harsh? Am I, I don't think I am. I don't think I am. I, I really don't like the whole thing. Um, Chicago Teachers Union said in a tweet, the action will end when one of the following conditions is met. The current surge in cases substantially subsides. It ain't gonna. Or the mayor's team at CPS signs an agreement establishing conditions for return that are voted on and approved by the CTU House of Delegates. So now, which is it? Which is it? With the stroke of a pen, can she make the pandemic go away? Can Lori Lightfoot do that in Chicago? Can, can she just issue an edict, an agreement that establishes conditions for return that will be voted on? Or the cases substantially subside? So which is it going to be? What's it going to be? Because it ain't going to subside. Oh, man. I, I tell you, it's, um, that's where we're at. I really want that quote. I want, I want you guys, I really want this freaking quote. Um. The, uh, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I was just reading this the other day, and I don't remember which site it was on, but this was some strong words that they were using. Uh, anyway, Samuel Adams and Thomas Jefferson had a little tiff with one another. Um, they, they really called each other some strong names, <laughs> some strong names. So if you think these guys were just always out there, you know, be it waxing poetically, you're wrong. Um, how long are we going in this segment, Chris? Because it's counting up, not down. You know, I told you I were off the rails. Ah, there we go. Now it's counting down. Uh, NASCAR has reportedly shut down Let's Go Brandon sponsorship deal after granting an initial okay. See, this is what I'm saying. See, they, if these, and again, they're a private corporation. They could do what they want to do. Uh, but the other day, they were going to do the uh, Let's Go. That's <laughs> <coughs> they had the sponsorship deal with um, Brandon Built Motorsports, Xfinity Series driver Brandon Brown. Um, and they were going to do the LGB coin. We did the, We did the reveal the other day of the car. We showed it. Now they're saying, no, we're not going to do it. They said they jumped the gun in publicizing the deal. Screw NASCAR. Screw them, screw them, screw them, screw them, screw them. I mean, do you really think, you think AOC's kicking back with her, uh, with her, uh, whatever friends. What was, what was she at? She was at the, uh, crossdresser bar. Or whatever. I mean, you think those are, that's your crowd, NASCAR? Do you, do you really think that that's the people who are paying the money for NASCAR to exist? The woke mob, really? The, the cancel culture that's out there? The people who get their fee-fees hurt? The, pe- <laughs> the people out there who are offended by Let's Go Brandon, that right-wing slur? I mean, yeah, those are the people keeping NASCAR in business. Maybe, maybe, I just a weird idea, wild hair up my ass right now. What if you just let people have fun? It's a novel concept. It's a novel concept. I mean, it could get out of hand. It could get out of hand. Let's make sure the mob stays in line because I don't want Bubba or D-Wayne coming to my race going, woo, every time their buddy comes past in a car. And they're, they're not reading what the car says. I mean, I just don't think they are. Uh, my name's been on a few race cars, by the way. I have been on, I've been on some race cars and trucks. My red nakedness goes deep. Speaking of nakedness, 
chadnew.com. Uh, but that's what Bubba, drinking their Budweiser, getting hammered in the stands while little bits of chewed up rubber splash across their face at every turn. And they're screaming, let's go, Brandon. I mean, it could be the collapse of society as we know it. It could be the collapse of society as we know it. Oh, but NASCAR, they're woke, man. Everything woke turns to shit, a great man once said. And he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. So, so screw them. Screw them. I mean, they have, they're sitting on a, a promotional gold mine with this LGB coin and Brandon Brown. I mean, I mean, remember the last conversation we had about NASCAR last year was over Bubba Wallace and, and the controversy of a noose, which was just a pull-down rope on a garage door, and they made a big thing. They all showed their sol- solidarity, all marching behind Bubba Wallace. Whoopie-doo! Uh, you guys are in the press they're talking about nascar is this not what you want i mean why don't you just make all the cars pink and and just just dress them up like a like a vagina and let them race i mean is that woke enough for you all the guys can wear little pink vagina hats and stuff in, in, in their interviews. And, I mean, my goodness gracious. I mean, too much, too much going on. God, I miss, I miss the days when people just, just wrecked their cars and crushed each other's heads in football. And, oh, like, you, like you, the, if the guy showed up your pitcher, you hit the next guy with a fastball. My God, we become a panty waste, pansy society. Let's go, Brandon. It'll get you banned. I do have a t-shirt site, our shirtfarms.com. I can't put anything. They won't approve any Let's Go Brandon. That's why I haven't been pushing it. Shirt Farms, you can, we've got some fun t-shirts over there at Shirt Farms. I won't push it because they won't let me put um, Let's Go Brandon. But you know where you can do it? Chatonblaze.com. You can go get your shirts over there. Oh my gosh. I'm going to buy that Let's Go Brandon coin. I'm going to do it. Speaking of coins, uh, no, we're not doing it. Okay, fine. I didn't want to do it anyway. I, I, thought, I thought we were doing birch gold. Fine. Uh, getting this episode for free. Fine. Uh, no, I don't want to go to break yet. Actually, I do want to go to break because I want to find that damn quote. We'll be right back. Hang tight. All right, welcome back. Uh, let's get into it uh, yet again. Uh, folks, our illustrious drooler of a ruler, our indentures civil servant, the man known around the world and especially to the Pope as the shit, President Joseph Robinette Biden III has done it again. No, not pooped himself. Well, not only pooped himself, not only pooped himself. I mean, he's probably pooping himself somewhere out there. Joe Biden's probably pooping himself. Uh, what I'm talking about, he's appointed yet another black female to a historic first position of power. Nancy Gabbana Abudu. It may sound like what that dude pulling people's hearts out in the Temple of Doom was, Doom was saying, but it actually the name of Biden's appointee to the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. Now, Nancy, and I'm going to call her Nancy because that's the only part of the name that I'm reasonably sure I've got right. Anyway, she is the deputy legal director for the Southern Poverty Law Center and also worked over the ACLU for over a decade. And when you know it, she's got a really interesting legal perspective on guess what? 
uh, voter suppression. Now, if you're a person who needs blood pressure medication, make sure you took it today because I'm about to make the veins in your neck potentially pop. This expert in the law stated in an interview over a decade ago that requirements of photo ID and proof of citizenship to vote constitute voter suppression. Now, it's a 2011 interview we're talking about. She hasn't been hiding the ball at all. She's been one. She she's uh, now she's been nominated for one of the higher court positions in the land. Now, do I think for one moment that Joe Biden isn't capable of nominating someone to a position purely based on race and gender, completely overlooking whether or not they're competent? Of course I don't think that, because our current vice president has a rating score of a great golf hole. Um, but at the other hand, on the other hand, when midterm elections are right around the corner and not far after that, what is sure to be one of the more interesting presidential races we've ever had, and that's saying a lot, folks, I do think that people in his administration might have some darker intentions and in perhaps suggesting uh, her to the president. Well, absolutely, I think that. Folks, the great and wise philosopher Patrick Swayze once told us, you never put baby in a corner, and he was right. In this case, we conservatives have, over the course of the past year in particular, backed the left, especially the hard left, into a corner, and that's a good thing. It's good that we've taken back a lot of the ground we'd previously ceded to them and that we're finally standing up as an American people for the principles the left has worked so hard to undermine. It's a good thing that the electoral seesaw has begun tipping the other way, and that even uh, some on the left are waking up to the evil machinations of their own side. All of this is good, but it puts baby in a corner. And baby gets cagey and unpredictable when she's in a corner. Look, I don't have to explain to you the reasons why expecting some legal form of identification and proof of citizenship is a vitally important aspect of the voting process. I mean, come on. Uh, it used to be the case that only men who own land could vote. Now we're cracking a whip on people who think that if you're going to vote, you should at least have a stake in the outcome. I mean, give me a break. If you're listening out there and you can't vote because you don't have an ID or proof of citizenship, you got a bigger fish to fry before you weigh in on the politics that affect me and the rest of the country. Uh, this is what's going to happen, guys. I'm telling you, we've backed them in the corner. And they're going to pull out everything they can. Even Chuck Schumer the other day said, if, if, if they can't push these things through the Senate, it's time to change the rules. Yep. And trust me when I tell you, they want to change the rules. Chuck you, Chuck Schumer. Chuck you. Yeah. Ah, so yeah, uh, trust me, they're going to put the wild-eyed radicals on the courts. That's what they're going to do. We've said it forever. Uh, there's there's three tyrannies that if they can control, there's three areas that they can if they can turn into tyranny, we're in trouble. One is the education system; they've done that. Another is the legal system; they're very well doing that. Uh, we still nominally so, at least we have the Supreme Court, but who knows what's going to happen? And uh, and um, the media, of course, we know they have that. But see, now they've added other tyrannies, Chris. You know, you've got medical tyranny, you've got big government tyranny both on the federal and the state levels. You have uh, corporate tyranny with the vaccine mandates that's going on. Uh, on and on and on and on it goes. Um, tyranny, tyranny, tyranny. You got the censorship. That's a form of tyranny. My neck's getting sore from all of this crazy, wild-eyed stuff, man. really is. I, I just want to be able to come on here, get in front of you, have a conversation, tell you my opinion. You do with it what you want to do. I get the comments all the time on social media. People will be like, I believe with about 90%. I believe about 90% of what you say. I agree with about 90. I don't care. Like, you can literally agree with 0%. I don't always agree with myself, okay? I mean, I watch things back on this show, and I'm like, wait a minute. What did I say? What did I say? But, yeah, um, Kamala Harris, um, I mean, she's got an approval rating of, what, four? Like I said, that's, that's, that's basically a good score on a golf hole. Um, <laughs> I mean, nobody, no one 
including her own staff, thinks she's doing a good job. So, so, so they've got to keep parading these lunatics out here based off of not merit or accomplishment, but off their wild ideas. And, and it's unfortunate that we continue to give a voice and attention to these political empty-headed morons like Bobby O'Rourke and AOC, Eric Swalwell. I mean, what the hell? I mean, this guy. Who in their right mind elects these people? Who? Who looks at a candidate like Eric Swalwell and goes, that's my guy. That's my guy. I like what he has to say. You have got to be operating on a level of mental illness that is unheard of to think that that guy makes logical sense. Any of them in that regard. But boy, we just, we just, we just, we just pander to it. Here's, here's a for instance. School's got $130 billion to reopen. Um, well, they're not open. They're closed. And guess what? A lot of that money went to CRT, critical race theory. So we know they're not returning to school. We've talked about that. Um, they, uh, the, uh, the money, they spent $130 billion they received for reopening on critical race theory infused initiatives instead of review of funding applications. Uh, review of funding applications showed this. Uh, Joe Biden's first day in office, he told Americans that delivering $130 billion in supplementary funding to schools through his American Rescue Plan would provide schools the resources they need to reopen safely. But they're not opening. They're not opening. Burn it to the ground. Do you know, do you know how many good, solid educators we could fund with $130 billion to just create community co-op schools to train almost like one, one room schoolhouse kind of deal? I want to go. I just want to go back. I want to go back when it made sense. I mean, I've told you this before. Used to be with the education system, people went to school up to about the eighth grade and they graduated. They were done. I, I mean, do we? I, I, they want you. They want you repressed and oppressed. They want you dumb. They really do. The government wants you dumb. They don't want you knowing things that can ever subvert their authority and their tyranny in your life. That's what's going on. And they're going to keep putting these political pinheads in power to control your life, to increase the tyranny, to put the metal boot on your neck. And, and, that's, and they're going to fund this with it. They're just going to keep printing cash to go out there. And they're going to tell you all kind of lies. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to make schools safe to open. Well, they're not open. And we're going to fund, you know, things like CRT curriculum. Do the research, folks. Uh, Chicago earmarked $32 million of ARP money to a comprehensive, culturally responsive curriculum developed through the Curriculum Equity Initiative. Um, Milwaukee allocated $24 million of its ARP money to social-emotional learning. That's SEL that I keep warning you about, including $100,000 for anti-racism and biased professional development. It will not be conducting classes in person until at least January 10th. Uh, California earmarked $1.5 billion to provide school districts with training resources for classified uh, certification and administrative school staff in specified high-need topics, including accelerated learning, re-engaging students, restorative practices, and implicit bias training. That's garbage. New York. They believed opportunities to learn are greatly expanded for all students when strong principles of diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, are present and operative in a district or school. It referenced teaching students about privilege and their identities. Buffalo Public Schools, they're going to spend $1.2 million of their money 
on an office of culturally and linguistically responsive initiatives, including hiring staff for anti-racism for emancipation curriculum materials. That's what it took. It took a bigger staff to get rid of racism. Oh, I, you know what? I'm going to read some more of these, but I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Ah, yeah. Uh, Michigan. Uh, they're using what they're calling an equity lens to apportion money, including spending it on professional development for all staff members in social, emotional learning, trauma-informed care, and implicit bias. Now, I want to remind everybody, everybody came at me when I spoke out about this SEL thing, SEL, social-emotional learning. Everybody's like, oh, no, we teach this all the time. No, 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 I'm telling you, it's a Trojan horse. It's coming. So Michigan said they would spend their money on culturally responsive school leadership, institute academies. And you're like, why do you have a problem with this? Because it's racist. That's why I have a problem with it. I mean, my God, if there's a red button on the wall and I keep saying, don't push the button, don't push the button, don't push the button, you're going to eventually push the button. Why are we keeping this stuff on the forefront? Talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. I mean, they're going to implicitly and expressly brainwash your child into believing that they are just naturally racist forget the fact that the kids of different color skin tones are playing on the playground together they got to convince you with curriculum that you're freaking racist uh and so what they're going to use is a program that challenges whiteness and hegemonic epistemologies in school doesn't that sound so academic challenge your whiteness challenge the my Golly, dude, I, I can't stand it anymore. Uh, vote for my friend Tudor Dixon uh, for governor in the state of Michigan. Get Gretchen Whitmer out of there. Um, yep. So uh, Virginia, they're going to spend their money on a roadmap to equity, <laughs> which draws from Ibram Kendi, our favorite uh, uh, ch- child author, book author, whatever. Washington State, they're going to use their funds uh, for a lens of educational equity. Massachusetts said it would hire race consultants like the Kaleidoscope Collective for learning to engage in robust agency-wide anti-racism training and use a portion of their funds to create a culturally responsive anti-racism welcoming environment in schools. Minnesota! Minnesota, where the jihadis are on the street in Minneapolis. Uh, The land of Ilan Omar. Uh, said it would use the money not just to address COVID, but also racial stressors, social inequities, and gender identity. Have I got your attention yet? Oregon, uh, they're going to uh, incorporate equity-informed anti-racist stance and anti-oppressive... God, I got the, it gets give me indigestion. Anti-oppressive stance throughout this application and it intends to continue the practice as we implement programs described in this application. Nevada, Nevada, however you say it, uh, diversity training, $380,000 for restorative justice practice training, trainers. Um, yeah, okay. Rhode Island, that's still a state. Uh, Center for Action, I can't with this crap anymore. Can't, 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 can't. I'll give you one that'll really piss you off. Here you go. Uh, you can go to chadprather.com. Posted this yesterday. Uh, when you visit the doctor, what's more important? than uh, anti-racist steps his office has taken or the quality of care you'd receive. That's right. Uh, Given that matters of health 
are often matters of life or death, or at least continued wellness, most Americans typically want their doctor to be qualified and focused on medicine, not anti-racism. Makes sense. Sadly, Team Brandon seems intent on pushing doctors towards focusing on anti-racism rather than top-notch medical care. Oh, that's what's uh, – you go read it. The Epoch Times has got a great article on there. The, the, the Biden administration, the Brandon administration, has used the blob of federal bureaucracy, uh, not the legislature, by the way, to push a plan that would pay doctors – pay doctors, Chris – to develop anti-racism plans for their offices. It's absurd. You can read more about it at chadprather.com. Oh, my God. That's where we're at. We're screwed. You're not screwed. You're a person of color. You're going to, I want it. I, get, me, get me out of this. I want, to, I want a TikTok. Please give it to me. Over 800,000 people so far, and you people don't have the good common sense to stay away from each other that we ask you 50 times a day? How stupid can you be that 50 times a day the adults are saying, put your mask up and stay three feet apart? And do you think Mrs. Schofield and I just want to be here till 2.36? Is this, did we do this? This is because your peers are making stupid decisions. Just like the decision you all made to just stand next to each other, take a picture, have your masks off. You're all making bad decisions and that's why we get stuck in stupid, boring assemblies to hear about stupid behavior you should already know not to do. Uh, this is a year of stupid behavior by... So why don't you start pressuring your peers to stop... There you go. That's an eighth grade teacher. That's an eighth grade teacher. That, that's, exactly, that's exactly what I want uh, bitching at my kid all day long. Uh, can you imagine going home to that? I mean, can you imagine having to live with that? I mean, my God. I, I mean, this victimhood blame game mentality is insane. I mean, it, it, it's your fault. You need to pressure your peers. That's right. Bully the crap out of them. I mean, go bully. the. I mean, that's an eighth grade teacher telling students to go bully their peers uh, into wearing a mask. Pressure them. Pressure them. I mean, this is the same nonsense of Maxine and Peach Waters was telling people to go harass people in restaurants if they're Trump supporters. Impeach 45! Yeah, go harass them. No. No, kids. Don't. Don't. Don't do that. At what point in time are we going to rise up, people, and just massively boycott and protest this brainwashing BS that is parading itself around as the intelligentsia of our world it is culturally corrupt it is morally depraved it is absolute cesspool logic and nothing flows out of it that is of any way life-giving or happiness bringing or in any way freedom provoking it, none of it none of it gives life none of it it's it's about death you're gonna sit there and talk to eighth graders about eight hundred thousand people when will you learn Go pressure your kids. Go pressure your friends, kids. Go pressure them into putting a face diaper on and breathing in their own biological waste. Hang tight. We'll be right back.
So we don't have we don't have any uh, ratings or reviews uh, for the new year yet. We need you to go where uh, podcasts are offered and give us a rating and review so we can keep driving this thing up the ranks. I'm giving you the heat, baby. Share this show. Uh, but we did get a message from uh, a friend in Russia, uh, and the only English words in the message say, "Let's go, Brandon." <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, and then I don't want to see what that message is. Uh, anyway, lots of stuff. Uh, watch Chad.com is where all the fun stuff is. Chad on Blaze. And don't forget, chadnew.com. Get your Blaze subscription. Sign up, folks. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. We love you. God bless. Talk to you then. Bye.